0: You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cuddle of Gary Cuddle Ministries.
1: But I've learned that the holier Jesus teaches me to be, the happier I am. There's no greater joy, there's no greater happiness than to know that my sin account has been settled at the foot of the cross and that the favor of god rests upon me not because of whatever i have merited but because of what jesus merited and earned to give to me i thank god today that i am blessed because of the cross amen
0: there is always a greater purpose behind jesus's teachings Many people believe that it is just a behavior modification to get us to do things. When we read the Bible, we know that that is not the heart of the Father. Everything that Jesus is teaching us is actually to make us more like Him and more holy. In today's message, Pastor Gary will be sharing about the joy we can have when we pursue holiness in our lives. Jesus made a promise to us that He came to give us an abundant life only in Him. Now here's Pastor Gary in the book of Psalms, chapter 1, as he begins his message, it's all true.
1: I'm going to be in the book of Psalm, chapter 1, where the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Focus with me on verse 1. Blessed is the man... That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Today, my assignment is to preach to you a simple truth and a simple thought, and I want to entitle it It's All True. It's All True. This particular passage is of significance to me personally as I remember attending a teen class during my most formidable years as a teenager. I attended Peace Haven Baptist Church under the pastorate of Brother Bruce Freeman and they had a a dynamic youth group and I was a part of that youth group and they had a program Called proteins and we all had our assignments and there were different things you could to, do to get points, could do uh, participate in Christian service, you could memorize scripture, a few other things, I don't remember what all, but one of the, my, my most favorite things was the uh, program of memorizing scripture and I particularly remember being compelled and drawn to this portion of scripture, I believe I was about 16 years old when I committed this chapter to memory. As a young man looking ahead in life, not knowing what life would hold for me, but dreaming of all the possibilities, wondering what God might do with a little old 16-year-old boy from Trap Hill, North Carolina, I didn't know much, but I knew this was true, that if I'd follow the Lord, He would bless me for doing so. And I can tell you, through many dangers and toils and snares, it's been tough, but it's been good. Can I get an amen? And I want to just personally testify to you today, although it needs not my testimony, it'll stand on its own merit, but every single word of God's written word here in Psalm chapter one is absolutely true that the man who serves God is a blessed man. And what the devil does is the devil comes to you with fiery darts and fiery trials and temptations and he picks on the weak and the vulnerable and he sometimes uh, tricks us into doing things and sometimes we allow him more of a foothold than we should and things don't go as planned and and we face uh, unpleasant circumstances and And all of a sudden the devil starts whispering in your ear and, and trying to convince you that God don't care, that you're not a blessed individual, that if God's blessings were upon you, uh, why are you facing facing the fiery trial that you're facing. Why don't God just fix it all? Why don't God just extract all the bad in your life and inject all the good if God is so loving? But I'm here to remind you and serve notice to the devil that his lies have been dissipated in the surety of God's word. God has proven to me personally, and he can prove to you that you are blessed beyond compare because your blessings are not tied to your circumstances your blessings are not tied to your bank account your blessings are not tied to your earthly associates your blessings are tied to the king of kings and the lord of lords and if you will anchor to him today you are a blessed individual no matter what comes your way there is overcoming power for the christian who decides to sell out to jesus somebody shout amen The devil's going to lie to you and tell you there's a better way uh, and there's an easier way. uh, And the Bible says even uh, that sin, uh, that there's pleasure in sin for a season, uh, but the end is nothing but death. And you need to learn uh, real quick and early on uh, that it's all an illusion that the devil puts in your life uh, to try to convince you that God is not good to you, uh, that this word is not true, but I'm here to tell you it's true every bit. Amen. It's all true. I've been through many hardships financially. I've been through many hardships relationally. I've been betrayed and lied on and I've seen all kinds of disappointment within the church and I I've had the devil's given me many reasons to throw in the towel and quit over the years as I've been preaching for now 24 plus years for my Lord and I'm telling you that in spite of all the junk that Satan throw my way I can declare even today with imperfect health with imperfect character with imperfect conditions and trials that are bigger than I am that I'm still a very blessed man that God is good to me I have no sad songs to sing today I rejoice in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from whom all blessings flow and today I am blessed amen and you can be too It's all true. Don't let the devil lie to you. He don't have a better time for you than Jesus does. Amen. Uh, There's no greater joy than serving God, even in the midst of persecution. See, this word blessed literally means happy. We got this problem uh, where it seems like we've come to the conclusion that you can't be both happy and holy all at the same time. But I've learned that the holier Jesus teaches me to be, the happier I am. There's no greater joy, there's no greater happiness than to know that my sin account has been settled. At the foot of the cross. And that the favor of God rests upon me, not because of whatever I have merited, but because of what Jesus merited and earned to give to me. I thank God today that I am blessed because of the cross. Amen. I remember in the scripture, the Lord promised Abraham that in, through him and his seeds that all the nations of the earth be what? Blessed. You see, the devil has tried to convince some people to quit on God because it's quote-unquote too hard. Well, it's just so hard to serve God these days. And I tell you what, it ain't nothing but trouble and misery. And we're going to just have to hold on and hold out and just hope and pray that Jesus comes real quick to rescue us out of all this misery. I don't know what God you serve today, but my God's bigger than my misery. Amen. And I can enjoy the journey while I serve God, even if it costs me something personally and causes me personal pain. That pain don't have to rob my joy. That pain don't have to rob my happiness. You see, happiness is a state of mind. You've got to choose today that the Lord gave you your joy and the world surely cannot take it away. I'm ready for God's people to burst out with happiness and joy and peace that doesn't even make sense. A peace that's better than understanding, amen. Don't let the devil lie to you and tell you that you've got it really bad and that God don't care about you because if you're following that book, You are a blessed individual amen I'm blessed uh, to overcome I'm blessed because I'm redeemed I'm blessed because my sins have been forgiven I'm blessed because I can go straight to the top and I don't even have to go through an earthly priest uh, to talk to the Lord Uh, I'm blessed because I have direct access to the throne room of grace amen Uh, and I can go straight to the top to God almighty the creator of the universe uh, uh, to find help in time of need and if you're saved by the grace of God you can too Uh, and it's time that we get our joy back in the camp. It's time that we get rejoicing back in the camp and quit singing your sad songs. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you've been delivered from death, hell, and the grave. And that's something to rejoice about today. That's something to give God praise for today. And I need to remind you that you are a blessed individual. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I bless the name of the Lord. I'm looking at this passage here. And there's three things I want you to notice in verse number one. I want to first say, happy are you if you don't live by bad advice. Look at this. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. There is bad advice. Have you ever been given any? Have you ever followed any? Have you ever rejoiced after you followed the bad advice? You see, I have not met one person that followed bad advice and was glad for it. I have not met one person that followed bad advice and was happy about it. Every single time you follow bad advice, it comes back to haunt you. It comes back to bite you. You see, this world is so blind and so foolish about the promises of this book that they are convinced that we are the fool's. And that they're the ones enjoying life and living it up. uh, But they're not willing to admit that when they go to sleep at night, there's no peace. There's no soundness of heart and mind. There's no joy in life. Uh, Everything is empty because happiness and joy doesn't come. Uh, A man's life consisteth not in the things which he possesseth. Amen. Uh, But real joy and real peace and real happiness comes in a relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. And you'll never find happiness by following bad advice. Listen to me, my friend. Uh, It is time for you to cut ties with those so-called friends uh, that are always leading you into trouble. It's time to say goodbye. I like what one preacher said. uh, He said, I have the gift of saying goodbye. It's easy for me because he doesn't follow too much bad advice one too many times. uh, And he's decided that he's just going to go the way of the Lord. Uh, Let him criticize, let him mock, let him ridicule. It don't matter to him uh, because at the end of the day, he'll be standing uh, and they will have crumbled apart. And I'm telling you today, uh, after I have observed uh, many of the people that I graduated high school with over the years. uh, Many of them are in the grave because of their lifestyle choices uh, of living in sin and living it up and following the bad advice of friends uh, that are living in darkness. And the Bible says if the light that's in you be darkness, how great is that darkness. But I'm telling you I remember when they made fun of me. I remember when I was the oddball; I was the only one that took my Bible to school. Uh, But I also remember that I clung to these words. uh, Blessed is the man. Uh, And I just knew that if I kept following God that God would bless my life and I'm not bragging on Gary Cardle I'm bragging on the one that redeemed my wretched soul and gave me a purpose for living and I'm blessed today because of the word of God and you can too amen don't follow that bad advice amen not only are you happy if you don't live by bad advice but I want to say secondly that you are happy if you don't live with bad associates look at this Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Not only do you need to quit listening to him, you need to quit hanging out with them. That's right. That's exactly right. The reason some of you won't serve God is because you put too much credit in, in somebody's opinion on you that don't even know God, that don't that hates the church, that resents the church. And uh, they're your best friend. Well, it's time to get some new friends, honey. Because you'll never be happy hanging out with bad associates. Now, I know that we're in the world and not of it. And I know that Jesus didn't pray that the Lord would take us out of the world, but that he would deliver us from evil. And I know that we need to be salt and light. And I'm not talking about being a Pharisee. I'm not talking about excommunicating yourself from anybody that's not a Christian to the degree that you can't be a witness. What I'm talking about is not giving them the power to influence you to not serve God. What I'm talking about is be a friend so long as that friendship don't violate your first commitment to your first love, Jesus Christ. But if and when that associate begins to pull you down, it's time to anchor to the ankles of Jesus and worship at his feet and abandon the friends and the associates that cause you to walk away from God in your practice and actions. Can I get an amen? Listen to me, young people. You'll not do yourself any favors by hanging out with people who hate God. You hang out with them so long as you can witness to them and you can love them and you can be a light. But beyond that, you do not let them compromise your convictions. You do not let them cause you to become like them. We are supposed to be the influencers, not the influenced. Amen? And if you want to be really happy, it don't come in popularity it don't come in trying to please the masses it don't come by fitting in it don't come by being just another number and going along with the flow, amen, it don't come by being cool and received by your lost associates, it comes when you owe your allegiance to Jesus Christ at any and all cost, even if the whole world forsakes you, you have decided to follow Jesus and that's the only place that you You'll really be happy and you'll really be blessed. Somebody say amen. Don't stand in the way of sinners. It's all a lie. They just try to convince you they're happy. But when the friends are gone and the money's gone, they're empty. And and before the friends are gone and before the money's gone, they're empty. They think they're happy, but they're just drowning out the noise of their soul, which cries out to God for mercy and help. Amen. Uh, happy are you if you don't live by bad advice. Happy are you if you don't live with bad associates. But look at the third part. Blessed is the man that walketh not in accounts of the ungodly or stands in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Let me say this. Happy are you if you don't live with a bad attitude. Amen. You know why a lot of churches today have lost their joy and they've lost their compelling attribute? They can't draw anybody in, but they can sure can repel a lot of people because of stinking, rotten, bad, scornful, cynical, judgmental, pharisaical attitudes sitting in the pews today. Amen. Everybody living like the devil, living for themselves, then come to church, pretend like they're holier than everybody else, and then talk about everybody. And no wonder they don't want to come back because you run your mouth about them. Can I get an amen? Yes. I hope none of y'all did. Y'all don't forget I've got a broader audience. But if the shoe fits, we need to wear it, don't we? You'll be blessed if you lose that cynical attitude. If, even if what they did was true, it's none of your business to broadcast it. A friend covereth a multitude of sins. That's what the Bible says. And let me go ahead and address this too. Well, I think we should just tell it like it is. Just if you're thinking it, you might as well say it. That's where you're wrong, my friend. Amen. I've, I've thought a lot of things that I'm glad I didn't say. Amen. Might I be so bold as to say since I've been here? I have thought some things that I'm sure glad I didn't voice my opinion because later I learned I was wrong. We uh, open our mouths before our minds think sometimes. We get cynical and critical. And the Bible says if you want to be blessed, you can't sit in the seat of the scornful. Don't be that sour person. Don't be that person that's full of judgmentalism. Don't be the In the negative sense, and we play around with this phrase. And if this is your title for fun, I'm not aiming this at you, please. But don't be the mouth of the South. (laughs) As it relates to being judgmental and cynical and critical, I have been in spiritually hostile environments in my days of ministry. And that's why I love what God's doing at Washington Heights. There is a sense of unity. And it really is to the level of what I would describe as a move of God here. We need not ruin it. We need to guard and protect that. Because as God blesses, and I know you look around and some Sundays you're like, well, where'd they go? If y'all remember, a few weeks after I was here, we got up to 80 in attendance, and then, then COVID hit, and it don't seem like we can get that consistency back. Don't worry about the numbers. The numbers will take care of themselves. You worry about you and God, and you love people where they're at. You love them where they're at. Don't love them when they get to where you want them to be. If you love them where they're at, they'll get where they need to be with God because love is what conquers, not cynicism. Not scorn. Not critical spirits. You know why uh, Daniel was promoted all the way to the top in the kingdom of Babylon, I believe it was, is because he had an excellent spirit. He was in Babylonian captivity with the rest of them. But he maintained an excellent spirit. He didn't allow his disappointments and his frustrations of being in exile cause him to lose his joy and his happiness. And no matter what the devil threw at him, he just come out of shouting. Because he knew that his God was bigger than his enemy. and His God was bigger than his circumstance. His God was bigger than his mistakes. And his God was bigger than his sin. Can I get an amen? And he was happy because he wasn't a scornful individual. And God blessed him for it. And it's just the law of attraction. You attract people when you're, when you're a blessing to them. Some of you need to learn how to pay a good compliment and with a smile. Amen. It'd do you some good to learn how to say something good about somebody instead of the contrary. Right? So a bad attitude breeds unhappiness and you lose the blessing of God. So let's walk this back now. If happiness is a result of... A, When you don't live a bad attitude, then it will go without saying that the fix is also in verse number two. But his, what's the next word? Delight. Delight. That's a good attitude. His delight is in the law of the Lord. You know what that word delight means? It means pleasure and desire. What is the antidote for a bad attitude? It's having delight in the Word of God. It's having pleasure and desire in the laws and the Word of God. That you make it your portion to live according to the principles of God's Word, and nothing makes you happier than when God's Word is being fleshed out in your life. Can somebody say amen? And if you want to lose your bad attitude, then delight yourself in this book. And the Lord, the Jesus, the sweet Holy Spirit of God will teach you how to love like Jesus. Teach you how to uh, be full of faith like Jesus. Teach you how to love others where they're at like Jesus. And he'll take away your cynical spirit. uh, And he'll teach you how to love not only others, but love Jesus and love this word and love your church. And even love the person in the mirror. Some of you have lost your joy because you don't see any of the world through the lens of Christ. Today's
0: teaching is coming to an end, but you don't have to stop studying God's Word. Here at True North, we encourage all of our listeners to dive into Scripture regularly on your own. As you do, ask the Holy Spirit to guide your reading and reveal God's truth to you. Thanks for joining Pastor Gary Cottle today for True North. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new edition. If you'd like to learn more about True North or Pastor Gary, visit GaryCottle.com. Would you like to plan a visit to worship and study the Bible with Pastor Gary? You can find all the information you need about where he pastors and how you can visit at garycoddle.com. If you're not in the area, we do encourage you to find and begin attending a Bible-teaching church near you. Find a family of faith that you can invest in and who will encourage you in your own walk with the Lord. If you have any questions or would like to find out how you can support Gary Coddle Ministries and True North, please reach out to Pastor Gary. He can be reached at contact at GaryCoddle.com. That's contact at Gary, C-A-U-D-I-L-L.com. That's all for today. Join us next time for more right here on True North.